Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Today, folks, it's the last episode of the Fat Loss Forever series, episode 10. And it's all about how to become more productive. Okay, so what is productivity? Productivity is being, is a choice, okay? Being productive is a choice. Being lazy is a choice. Being disciplined is a choice. Procrastinating, again, is a choice. Sometimes it's doing the simple things, the boring things that allow us to spend more time with friends and family. Some people will be surprised by the amount of time that you actually spend on your phone and procrastinate. And if you take a look at your screen time, you'll realize that you really, really do be on your phone like six, seven hours of the day. Like that's, that's crazy, absolutely crazy. And it's about making the right choice and having a positive attitude around productivity so how do we measure productivity like productivity defines a measure of efficiency of a person okay so productivity is all about choosing an attitude for constant improvement so we have to look at it where we are always trying to be productive, basically, because it's a choice, okay? And again, how, how do we measure, measure it? Like, there's a tried and tested way that I use that can help you measure your productivity. And it, it's a bit, it's not like, it's not the easiest thing to do, but it, it's, it's literally tried and tested. I think I got it from Craig Ballantyne, who is a entrepreneur and he is also he he started off with a fitness business but basically he was like okay time your most productive hours like time everything time absolutely everything so use a timer to calculate the number of productive hours you have each day first you have to decide which specific activities you will consider productive here you can count activities that produce output so you just need to find kind of what you find what you think is productive okay you must start the timer on whenever you do something productive and stop if there's an interruption or anything like that now, as I said, it's it's tough, but eventually you will learn how to manage your time. Once you have a record of your productive activities, you can review your results. So what I'm trying to do at the moment is set my blocks out into like 90 minutes of work. And it is another thing that uh, Craig Valentine says to like you can only kind of work in 90 minute increments until your brain kind of starts to to kind of fog up so then you should take a break so 
you should time how much how how productive you are in each of them kind of blocks as i say but that's just kind of a rough thing i'm just gonna go through how you can actually be more productive and that's just a way of helping you be productive but i'm gonna go through a lot of the stuff here that are like how you can actually be productive and like when you're kind of measuring time and stuff like that like time is like your your productivity is a qualitative it's not just a quantitative result we want to ensure that we have conscious awareness of how productive you are actually being how much you are getting out of your day when i first did this i was shocked at how much that i actually wasn't doing <laughs> I still find it kind of tough to do it every day, but when I started kind of realizing that of how productive I actually was, I was absolutely shocked. Like I, I would have thought that I'd be fairly productive if I'd sit down and get my stuff done. But then I realized that I was stopping it every time I was stopping the timer because every time I wasn't productive, I was stopping it. <clears throat> and I was stopping it for a long time when different things were coming in <clears throat> and, and stuff like that. So you you will be shocked at how unproductive you are so there's so much more that we can actually get out of our days from being more productive so much more constructive free time that we can have with our loved ones if we're more productive we just have to increase that productivity while doing work rather than procrastinating and you can't do anything then like there's another guy um jordan peterson and he was asked like how much do you see your 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 parents and he was like oh about twice a year and your man was like so how old so how old is are your parents and he was like oh, about 75 so he was like well if they were to live the guy who was saying it to him, he was like, if they were to live till, say, 85, that means that you only have 20 visits left with them. So, like, that kind of sees where how productive he is in terms of him seeing his parents every twice a year. He could be maybe a little bit more productive and he could be able to see them a lot more. And it's the same with yourself. You may be able to get a lot more done and be able to spend time with loved ones and do the things that you like. So when it comes down to productivity and being productive, we need to have things in there to allow us have the freedom. We have to have producti productivity. We have to nail it down to a T to allow us ha to have freedom. And now I'm gonna go into the steps that I use which helped me be more productive. And the first one is getting your one thing done and then your to-do list. One of the ways of increasing productivity is by creating a realist, realistic to-do list, okay? So have you ever heard, you might not have heard of the one thing, but you need you need to find your one thing on that list and if you don't and, and tackle that and if you don't 
just make sure that that one thing that you do is the one thing and that you do for that day. And if you don't get anything else done, then that day was a success. So there's a book called One Thing by Gary Kelleher. And it's about how, it's about getting you that one main thing done and the rest of the day is a success. And even if you don't get your to-do list done, as I said. So you have to ask yourself, what is the most important task you have to do every single day to help you reach your end goal? Okay, and I break these down into two sections, creative and reactive. When it comes to creative, um, for example, for myself, it's obviously creating content, creating podcasts, creating like ebooks, creating different things for, for people to, to be able to understand fitness and how to lose fat and how to grow muscle a little bit better. And that is what you should be spending your kind of one thing on because your creative is what's going to take time. You have to think about it. You have to, it has to be good. Like maybe for people that are working for nine to five, five jobs, it could be like tasks that your boss wants to figure out and the whole place is trying to figure it out. This is something that you need to like think deeply about and you need to make that your one thing. Okay, and then reactive is literally it kind of tends to look after themselves. Okay, so for people that are working, it could be like replying to emails or or stuff like that. Like reactive for me is like getting back to clients, um, getting back to even emails, getting back to check ins and stuff like that. That's reactive. I don't have to think about that. I react. I do it. Where the creative side is, it's a little bit harder. You have to think a little bit harder. You have to think more deeply into it. So you have to obviously take time to make that a good thing, basically. So getting your one thing done and then your to-do list is is where I would start with being productive and also breaking it down into creative and reactive situations where one where you're creative is where you're going to think think deeply about something and the other thing is reactive where you can react quick and you don't really need to think that much okay and then we have deep work okay and this correlates into the in straight into the next one uh, that i'm going to talk about so deep work is the opposite to shallow work Deep work is when you are focused 100% on the one thing you are doing right now, okay? So if you're flicking through Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, email, all them different types of things and not concentrating on deep work, then that's not deep work, okay? So once you kind of turn off your notifications on your phone and you are concentrating on the one task for a few hours, that is deep work, okay? If you have notifications turned on and you get one while you are in deep work mode, it switches you cognitively to your notifications. And when you go back to your deep work, it'll take you a while to focus. When you're in your deep work, this is where you're gonna hit block down two hours or as I said, 90 minutes, and you're going to go hell for leather and go for the one thing. 
So you have your one thing that you need to do that day. And if it might take it three hours, you take a break in between or whatever, and you tackle that head on, you turn off your notifications, and then you, you get your, your, your one thing done. You get your deep work done on that one thing. And then there's batching, okay? So that kind of intertwines with, with deep work. And batching is, like, for, for me, it's, like, batching, I would do maybe all my content in one day, okay? So I'd batch all my content out for the month in one day. So you are doing deep work on that one thing. So say Monday, I do my content and I do everything. I do all my videos, all my uh, posts for Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that type of stuff in the one day. And I'm focused on one thing and I'm doing a deep work on one thing. I'm not going from content to maybe making emails or to doing check-ins or stuff like that. I'm focusing on the one thing and I'm batching it all up. I'm batching it all up. And at the end of the day, that is productivity. Like a baker, like what does a baker do? A baker goes into the bakery and he doesn't bake a cookie, a bit of bread. What else? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like they batch a, a one bake of a load of cookies. <clears throat> so they batch them all up. So productivity is... At the end of the day, it's not about getting a million things done. And at, like it's not about getting a million things done at the end of the day. It's about what you're getting done, your productivity level on that one thing and going on the deep work. Like being busy is a sign, like doing a million things and being busy is a sign of you like not really being organized or anything like that. So that's why you need to have that level of organization and focus on the one thing and do some deep work on it and then batch it all up and do focus on that. So for people out there that are working, like not as a fitness professional, it could be like batching a load of emails up or batching a lot of content up for somebody that you're making it up or whatever it is. So deep work and batching kind of correlates into, into the one. <clears throat> And then we have setting small goals, okay? So no matter how big your project is, try to break it down into smaller doable goals. Then set timelines for each goal separately. Sometimes what may seem like a complex project won't actually make take much time. <clears throat> and similarly with tasks that seem that are uncomplicated it might be really complicated you know what I mean in the beginning it may turn out to be like a disaster in the end so it, it really really depends so make sure that you get clear on the idea of the complexity level around the amount of time that you need to spend on that particular project so you always work backwards with big goals set a big goal and figure it out by taking, so set a big goal and to say, okay, so what do I need to do to to uh, to to 
to get to the end goal basically and you work backwards from there and you will see all the small goals that you have to hit along the way and then when you do hit all the small goals and you do get success and you do get that in orphan and um, you will get like an endorphin rush to hit the next goal okay but first first of all you have to get the goal you have to kind of work backwards from the big goal okay the first goal done the first step done then move on to the next it's like running a 5k if you can't run 5k you try 1k then you go on to 3 then you go on to 5 and then you eventually go on and on and on you have to work these big goals back so you can make them achievable okay and the next one then is kind of avoid distractions okay so there's no denying that there's gadgets our phones and everything like that out there that makes they make our lives easier 100 percent. like we wouldn't be able to reach half the people if we didn't have our phones but it's also the fact that these devices create a lot of distraction okay so to keep yourself focused you must kind of limit your screen time similarly tailor notifications like so that you can receive only essential pings okay you can actually go onto your phone and say okay well for two hours i don't want to get messages from instagram snapchat facebook and then the rest like emails and stuff like that i i need to i need to have them coming in <clears throat> and apart from that it's also important to limit your social media acti- activity your productivity like will definitely suffer if you keep on checking your text messages and your notifications during important tasks like your deep work and your batching and stuff like that if you go to the settings on your phone you can check your screen time okay and what apps to use and the most apps that you use etc and stuff like that so it's a good thing to kind of know that if you if none of you do that to kind of go onto your phone and check how long and which apps you use the most and then you can kind of limit that time and you'll actually be shocked at how much that you actually use them as well also delete apps that you feel that aren't of value that don't give you value that you're just going on and scrolling or whatever like delete them if you don't think that they give you any value as i said you can tailor your your notifications <clears throat> for a period of time of certain apps like instagram snapchat different things like that and let's just say you were doing a block of two hours work okay and you're going from say 8 a.m to 10 a.m and all you have to do you want to belt it out for for two hours with no distractions so you hit the notifications off and you belt that out we all know how much we can get sucked in when you see a notification you check it and then it drags you somewhere else and then you go on and you're scrolling for 20 minutes or people that play games on their phones i don't know but i know some people do 
I know my ma is actually a fiend for the games. Um, I think she was playing Candy Crush. And I, like them games are designed for you to not complete them. And that's why you end up paying to complete the level. And then the, the software or whatever lets you complete the level. But you need to be tracking your screen time on, on these apps. And then if you're spending too much time on them, delete them. 100%. It can be a game changer for our productivity, okay? It can be an absolute game changer. And it ultimately, apps and stuff like that ultimately just slow your productivity down. So as well, you can have do not disturb mode before you go to bed. Like I, I actually have that on for eight o'clock so I don't get any notifications all the way up until six o'clock the next morning. So I wake up at half five or five and I have an hour basically of no notifications, okay? You wake up on your own terms. You start the day on your own terms, okay? Like I'll have loads of people coming in to me from obviously working in my business, I'm working in other businesses as well. And the main thing that we kind of use is Slack. And like there's so many like, There'd be so many different notifications coming in from like because a lot of them people that I'm working with get up even earlier than me to go by like four o'clock in the morning. So like they might have sent me five or six messages or people that are working on my team might have sent me five or six messages of tasks to do. And if I have my notifications turned on when I wake up, I will go into that and I'll be like, OK, right, I'm going to have to do this task. Do you know what I mean? And that will take me away from like my morning routine, getting my stuff done so I can actually make myself be more productive. So avoiding distractions is absolutely huge, huge. And it's a game changer for me uh, since I've started doing it about maybe about four or five months ago with the, with the do not disturb mode. Absolute game changer. And then we have taking it easy on your emails or for people like me slack okay so like i was saying there if you feel tempted to check and respond to your emails over and over again you have to change this 100 percent. and here you can you have to implement some strict strict time management skills okay so <clears throat> If whatever your team uses, you should be allocating like it could be Slack, it could be emails, it could be Microsoft team, it could be anything. And 10 minutes, allocating 10 minutes every two hours or one hour, depending on how busy you are or how much you're needed, is enough to stay connected with everybody. So if you think this is a tough practice, invest in an online time tracker for like your tasks to, t- to, to stay productive and to see how long you're kind of actually being productive in that way. But 10 minutes is more than enough to stay connected with everyone that you help to, to push like tasks through or whatever. It's tough, but it's a good way to be more productive because other people aren't getting you to do tasks basically because every time you go on to them 
like mine's a Slack channel. So every time I go on to them, there's a different thing that I have to do. And I want to get my stuff done. Also, I want to help them as well. But you have to be able to get your own stuff done and be like reward yourself then for for different things like that like but you have to you have to kind of 10 minutes every two hours to to them types of things is is fairly is a hundred percent enough to to help you be able to get to them tasks okay and then i just mentioned my my next one is take breaks and reward yourself okay one of the ways you can increase productivity is by taking frequent breaks every few hours. By taking breaks, you won't feel strained and the quality of your work will remain consistent. Like having a little chat with your colleague or going for a walk or going and doing a bit of breathing techniques or doing a bit of yoga will help you be focused and fresh for a longer period of time rather than kind of like going all out all day and not really looking forward to a break or anything like that this will 100% increase your productivity and your overall outcome easily like it is quite hard to do but you have to do it and it is very very it's incredibly powerful and useful way to to increase productivity. Break, like don't say that you're going into work and you're going in and you're working, oh, I have to work nine to five. Rather than looking at it and saying that you're going to work nine to five or whatever it is, look at it and say, okay, well, I have to work at nine till about half 10. Then I'll have a 15 minute break. Then I'm going to work from, say, quarter to 11 to half 12. And then I have an hour lunch. And that will make you so much more productive. Like it will massively increase your productivity. And your day will be so much more productive. Your break could be anything. Like it could be absolutely anything. Like a break for me during the day is going to the gym at around 11 o'clock. Like it could be, to your break could be to train, as I said, do yoga, meditate, could be anything. And you need to have them little breaks in there to, to help you be more productive. And it will also increase your freedom and happiness. It's a no-brainer to take little breaks and increments into your kind of schedule. That will help you kind of be more productive and be more kind of happy in your in your productivity 100%. And then the last thing we have is plan ahead. Okay? One of the ways you can increase productivity is to turn your wasted time into some productive hours at the end of the week. Okay? So for this, you should plan everything in advance. So what I do is I schedule everything, okay? So planning ahead. So you need to schedule your routine for a week before. So by planning, say on a Friday night um, for the upcoming week is, is a really, really good idea. 
The most important thing that you have to factor in though is your self-care, okay? And what makes you happy. You have to factor that in, okay? So that's what I factor in first in my schedule and then I factor in all the work then in after that. So this could be like time with your partner or going to the gym, but planning these things or time with your kids or anything like that, but planning these things will increase your productivity like 100%. When you have something to look forward to, like your breaks, when you have something that makes you happy that you look forward to, that's going to increase your productivity. One big thing that I would advise you would be scheduling out your week, but make sure you schedule the things that you love in it first and then everything else around it. Schedule in your non-negotiables. Schedule in your walks. Schedule in your breaks. Schedule in your time with loved ones. Schedule in your time with your kids. Schedule absolutely everything that makes you happy. And then schedule in everything else. Some people say that like their non-negotiables are work and stuff like that. But they shouldn't be. Your non-negotiables are like your morning routine. Waking up and having your morning routine or your evening routine. Like getting yourself up for the day. And like I have a morning routine and it makes me way more productive than if I just rolled out of bed and came down and start trying to create content or something like that. You, you need to be scheduling in these things. Okay, so I schedule pretty much everything from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Okay, and my day is scheduled literally from the minute I open my eyes to, to the minute I close them. Training, reading, going for walks, working, creating content, time with my girlfriend, time with my friends. It's all scheduled. So I know what I'm doing each and every hour of the day. Okay? Some people might not like that and some people will absolutely love it. But I tell you one thing. It stops me from procrastinating and it makes me really, really productive. And to be honest, I'm, I, before I wasn't that much, like before I had my own business, I wouldn't have been that organized or anything like that. And I never really would be one for like planning things or stuff like that or scheduling things or writing out my, my kind of schedules. But like it, it massively helps me. It helps me like from stop, st- stop myself from procrastinating. And when you're kind of working on your own and stuff like that, or even when you're working for somebody else, you find if you don't kind of measure your time of how much you're kind of working and if you don't schedule stuff in, you're, you, you're not productive. You're, you're, you're procrastinating. And this is where decision fatigue comes into it as well like on a neurological level we our brains can only make a few decisions a day and 
when we don't schedule our things in, when we don't schedule these things in, we have to think about them. Oh, what am I going to do? Like when you have things planned out, it makes it easy for you to make decisions and be more productive. So you don't have to think about these things. And you know, I've been, I've talked about going on to like, I've talked about decision fatigue before and the likes of Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, they make their days as easy as possible so they don't have to brain fog their brains on on decisions. So when you schedule things out and when you know exactly what you're doing, it makes it so much more productive. So just to recap on that episode, this episode, basically it's all about productivity and how to become more productive. So we have how do you measure being productive getting your one thing done and then your to-do list, deep work, then setting small goals, then avoiding distractions, taking it easy on your emails or Slack, taking breaks to reward yourself is a big one, planning ahead, and that is us, folks. That is us for this week. I will catch you all next week. Hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review five star review comment follow subscribe whatever it is to get the podcast out there i really appreciate everything so far and this is the last episode of the fat loss forever series how to be more productive and i'll catch you all next week